0: And hello and welcome, everyone, to the Comic Multiverse, where the worlds of nerd meet. Matt, it's our 108th episode. 108 episodes.
1: We're almost at 110. see. How long ago was goddamn what, 100 episodes? Eight weeks ago. It's Something like that. gone so, by so quickly. This,
0: this is what happens when you're consistent, Matt. We hit milestone after milestone. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> Actually, speaking of, speaking of milestones, I was going to talk to you about this after the show, but fuck it. You know, let's put it in the beginning. Uh. Next week is San Diego Comic-Con, and as is always the case, there's usually a ton of news after that. That Sunday, do we want to do another live show? Because we have the technology now. We did it before, and it worked out pretty good.
1: Yeah, I mean, we might as well. All right, I'm home people, now. People would like it, I think. All right, mark mark that on
0: your calendars, everybody. This, this coming Sunday, which will be, uh, what is it, the 22nd. Uh, I think Comic-Con starts on the Thursday and then goes to the end of the week. Uh, we'll we'll have a big super show that Sunday. It'll be live. It'll be live, damn it, on Twitch.
1: It'll be live. We're going to be doing it live. Doing it live,
0: people, on the Kate Joel Twitch. You can check it out. It's in the description.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, man, I tried streaming some Darkest Dungeon last night, and it was really embarrassing, but not because I kept losing and dying. It was embarrassing because I truly found the limitations of my computer that i use for editing and have had for everything it's like oh okay so i can play games fine i can stream from the playstation fine but god help me if i try and play a game and stream at the same time
1: <laughs> uh i know i know what you mean but yeah, i'm actually i'm actually in the process of like upgrading my computer at the moment mm. i'm getting all new parts and everything yeah. and yeah
0: I'm, I'm such a stickler for that thing. I'm like, well, you know, I work online, I work on the computer, I deserve a nice computer. And then I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm a console guy, though, and I spent a bunch of money on my console. If I start buying computers just to play games on, then I enter a whole other bracket of nerddom I will never return from.
1: <laughs> no, no, you won't.
0: <laughs> There's no coming back to that. Once you become the guy who builds your own computer for gaming and everything else, there is no return.
1: There is. I'm stuck. I'm
0: lost. <laughs> uh, uh, another piece of news I figured we'd talk about before we hop into the news proper. I, uh, I just figured this out on Twitter. I had no idea. and uh, We don't normally do this, but I think we should start doing it. Uh, uh, a very, very happy birthday, I want to wish, to Mr. Tom King, whose birthday is today, apparently.
1: Hey, uh, was it the day before yours? Yes, which I didn't know that. I'm like Tom King's birthday is the
0: day before mine. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? Also, apparently Scott Snyder's wife's birthday is also today.
1: Oh, jeez, everyone's birthday.
0: <laughs> so goddamn, weird. and I share a birthday. Uh, what is it with my uh, with my grandfather? Actually, which ain't that something.
1: <laughs> wow, because
0: I'm my own grandfather, a la Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my power comes from. But yeah, the happy birthday to you there, Tom King. We talk a lot of shit about you on the show, but we do actually like your work, and we're not horrible people. We're not monsters. No. And I promise we won't. Well, actually, no, I can't promise we won't talk about you this week because there's there's some things we're going to be discussing, Matt. I think the biggest piece of news that happened this week was uh, four chan supposedly got a hold of some DC Comics leaks that would, if true, give us insight into what's going to be coming uh, for the rest of 2018.
1: Yeah, and I, I figure like some of these, some of these probably aren't, aren't true. Some of them are uh, like what we do and just educated guesses. Other things, they—I mean, we've got San Diego Comic Con coming up, so yep. things could be announced there.
0: That's that's the beautiful thing. We're gonna find out <laughs> if these are true or not in the next couple of weeks. And yeah, you're right. Yeah. Usually, usually when it comes to comic book related leaks, they fall into a couple fields: either wishful thinking from fans, educated <laughs> guesses. Or uh what is it shit that like is actually legitimately a leak. And normally I wouldn't even talk about leaks on this show because I don't want that to be the kind of show the comic multiverse is. We we have standards, Dagnebitt. But here's the thing, the last couple leaks that like Reddit and 4chan got a hold of, they were both for Marvel, but they were basically a hundred percent correct.
1: Yeah, barring a few little differences, which I could just chalk up to like them not getting like a word right or something, well, then, or just yeah, plans yeah, changing. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty much right.
0: So I guess with that, let's head on over to uh, what is it? To Bleeding Cool that was <clears> nice <throat> enough to compile all these rumors for us, so we don't <laughs> have to go to four channel. Though I think it's hilarious. That they compile all the rumors, but at the same time, Rich Johnson's like, these rumors are bullshit. Not like my rumors that I work really hard on to get together. These rumors are so dumb, but also here I put them all on the website, so feel free to read them.
1: Gotta get those clicks. These are
0: stupid, but read them. These, uh, th- these were published on, uh, what is it, by Anonymous. You know, very very trustworthy source, Anonymous. He's broken a lot of stuff over the years. Good guy. Loves cucumber sandwiches, Anonymous. But yeah, on a, on a July 9th. So here, let's let's read the first one. And interestingly enough, it does concern Tom King. It does. A lot of these actually do. They do, shockingly. Uh, the first one says that Tom King won't be changing any of his plot ideas despite the public backlash of the wedding. See, I wonder about that because the wedding was only not that long ago and the backlash was even less time ago. How could they even have time to tell him, hey, you got to change shit?
1: yeah well it's possible like um i know i think the next arc which starts up next week is like a mr freeze arc they could possibly be like that could be like a filler or something and then like the actual story of the the wedding and everything gets in the next arc so there might be some time to change a couple of things maybe
0: possibly that there is more here like i think the next couple arcs because that's usually how it is it's usually one to two arcs are already penciled in. You can't change it. Yeah. People are drawing it. People are inking it and lettering it. and You can't change it. Uh, but yeah. supposedly, yeah, as you said, the next two arcs will be about Bruce Wayne self respect, uh, self reflecting, self respecting. He's yeah, <laughs> just going to self respect <laughs>
1: himself a lot yeah he's gonna he's gonna do it for himself now <laughs> he's, he's gonna look in the
0: mirror and be like y- you're good enough you're smart enough and dead never people like you bruce but yeah it's gonna be himself reflecting on being batman uh, as a good thing he'll ask dick to take over temporarily as batman and again we already know this from solicitations that uh bruce is going to be going to court and dick will be getting back into the batman soon
1: Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. I like Dick Betts.
0: Me too. That whole Grant Morrison run was amazing. They also say the Bane cliffhanger won't be followed up uh, to, or won't be followed up on until December slash January, which makes me go motherfucker on a couple things. One, he's going to make us wait that long to actually deal with any of the ramifications of the disappointing wedding issue. And two, wait, that really was Bane? Wait, that really happened? That wasn't just some weird coke dream?
1: Uh, Yeah, apparently that yeah did happen. So, and and again, like this gives him enough time to like make some changes and sort of gauge responses and Mm -hmm. make yeah changes to stuff people didn't like. So maybe maybe that's the story that's going to be changed a little bit. Hey
0: Tom, don't be afraid to ask your buddy Tim Seeley for help. You worked so good (laughs) together on Grace, and then Tim Seeley actually knows how to tell a story with a beginning, middle, and end.
1: Yeah, as seen in in the in the prelude comics to the wedding, which in, didn't have any ramifications, which didn't
0: matter at all. So maybe you owe him a little something. Just saying, <laughs> uh, Dick
1: Bats apparently won't be
0: a uh, what is it? Won't be a thing uh, in the Justice League book. Didn't think so. That looks to be Snyder's thing. I didn't expect it to spill over, but apparently it will be acknowledged in Ben Percy's Nightwing.
1: Yeah, well, it kind of makes sense. Like, if he becomes Batman, what happens to the Nightwing book? What happens to Bloodhaven?
0: Does he just leave Bloodhaven unprotected for a couple weeks? Uh, They're also going to be double shipping that book for a few months, and then go back to the regular monthly shipping. DC's also going to push a new Nightwing-Batgirl relationship as damage control for the wedding, which, again love the idea but also makes me think well how can they push that already when the wedding was just that long ago and it looked like they were already doing a uh batgirl nightwing thing in the nightwing book anyway
1: yeah yeah it looked like they were setting up because there was that, in that wedding tie and there was like mm-hmm. little hints at it and everything and yeah they've they've put hints throughout like the nightwing and batgirl book and everything so yeah i mean I hope- think that's been there it has been there. Again, could be wishful thinking. I
0: hope it's true. I would like it if it was true.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Because, you know, I, I love them as a couple there. I, I also love them as a couple with Starfire, but Starfire's kinda off doing her own thing. Yeah. Uh keeping things in the realm of the Bat family. And this this one was actually refuted on social media. So this one might not be true, but again, this person refuting it is a known liar, so who knows who you can believe. Uh Apparently, the solo Red Hood direction will only be for an arc. Scott Lobdell originally wanted to use Roy Harper's death as the catalyst for this angle, but editors stepped in and made him use uh, Joker's Daughter instead. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's just a lesser I want to make this like like really mean something for the character. Oh, uh, can't have that. Just uh, Joker's daughter. Remember her? Yeah. I I barely remember her.
0: Also, motherfuck you, Scott Lobdell. You wanted to kill Roy Harper when he's just starting to get his shit together? What's wrong with you? Roy Harper hasn't even been in the Red Hood book for
1: a while. I know. He's he's been on what, The Titans? Yes. Yeah. He's not in the Titans now, but yeah. No,
0: he wasn't. Which again, maybe he's like, ooh, he's not with the Titans anymore. I can kill him again. I can reach through books and kill him. I made him wear that stupid hat. Now I'm going to kill him too, because I hate him so much.
1: I like the little thing at the end says like like this is be like Scott Liddell's last arc before he mm. goes to focus on screenwriting. I'm like, who who wants
0: him to do screenwriting? And again Lobdell refuted this, apparently, on his Instagram, which I don't follow. I had to read it elsewhere. But he's like, no, I'm not going anywhere on Red Hood. What would ever make you think that?
1: <laughs>
0: which, maybe this was old information. Maybe he was going to go and concentrate on more screenwriting jobs, but that got taken away from him or something, so he had to come back to Red Hood.
1: People laughed at him or something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Or again, maybe he's just lying because he doesn't want the people who are his fans to not buy the book if they know this is going to be his last one. Yeah. To which, again, you know, part of me wishes that was true too in my own wishful thinking because it's like, oh really, he's going to be off the book? He might actually give someone else a turn to write Jason?
1: (laughs) Really? Jason could actually be decent for once in, in his history?
0: I know, right? It's... It's a weird, weird-ass thought, isn't it? Someone else potentially writing Red Hood and maybe actually trying to hammer a three-dimensional character out of him. <laughs> it, it is so weird, the death grip that Scott Lobdell has had over Red Hood from the New 52. He's like the only holdover.
1: Yeah, it's it's very strange. Maybe because no one, like, gives a shit about the character.
0: I think that helps. I think it helps that, you know, he's an older creator who's, you know, good friends with, like, the old guard at DC who keep him in work. So that's probably why. All right. What else do we have here? Oh, here's another one from what could very well be the wishful thinking department. But, God, I hope it's true. Peter Tomasi will be on Detective Comics, but not after issue 1000.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we, like, sort of pitched this idea at one point where mm-hmm. when it was coming off Superman, we say, I just sent him over to Detective Comics. That'd be really awesome.
0: Yeah, he does excellent Batman work. He has a bunch of stories he could go back to from his Batman and Robin run. Apparently, yeah. his pitch for this series would be a globetrotting Batman fighting the League of Assassins. Works for me. Yeah, that's cool works for me, but it also makes me sad. Too. It's like really we got to wait till past issue 1000 for them to get a new consistent writer for we're, Detective Comics.
1: We're almost there. I guess so,
0: right? I guess this is just going like to be
1: like 10 issues away.
0: That's true. And again because they do it like every every other week, we'll probably get there quicker. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're doing. They're just stalling till they can get to the big landmark issue before they put anyone more solid on it
1: i i'm pretty sure because i think over the next because like we got the black lightning arc and i think Mm. it's just like filler filler until like issue a thousand
0: james robinson gets an arc after this no word gets an arc after him
1: yeah so he's probably doing it till issue a thousand
0: then he's gonna have the
1: big issue and then something new
0: right all right, from there we move on to events, uh, mainly Heroes in Crisis. Uh, the inside scuttlebutt apparently is that it's in a messy state. Of course it is. It's a Tom King story. Of course it's a, <laughs> it's a Tom King <laughs> book. <laughs> the, the, the man's barely written a series that's gone past 12 issues. Now he's writing a whole event on his own? What the fuck did you think was going to happen? <laughs> I don't know, man. We just keep doing the wrong things and we don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, tom king originally wanted to do a six issue mini series about ptsd of course he did because every series he's done so far has been about ptsd Why i, was, should this I was
1: i was just about to say that every series from vision to mr miracle omega man uh, omega man has all been about ptsd can the guy write nothing else i haven't read
0: sheriff of babylon but i'm sure if i cracked it open it would be about ptsd
1: yeah, or well, the main character has PTSD or something. There but, yeah. you go. <laughs> but DiDio
0: wanted it to be more like Identity Crisis 2.0. Again, of course he <laughs> oh, no. did. Oh, no. Di- DiDio's name pops up here a bunch, actually. And as we reported on earlier, Jeff Johns isn't top dog anymore, and the power structure of DC Comics is kind of in flux right now. It's scary how much DiDio's name keeps coming up here. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But again, t- keeping it as Identity Crisis 2.0, that was, of course, a murder mystery. It had some cool stuff in it, but it also had some real like character assassinating moments that yeah. I didn't quite enjoy. Uh, the three suspects are apparently going to be Booster Gold, Harley Quinn, and Wally West. And, oh yeah, hey spoilers. These might be spoilers. They might be bullshit. But if you care enough about Heroes in Crisis, maybe skip ahead a couple minutes.
1: Yeah, well, in saying that, we know these characters are involved in this in, we do. in some way. so yeah. <laughs> they've,
0: they've been on the cover. Uh, but yeah, since they're the only survivors, which means this one's going to have a pretty big body count, the two victims are Ray Palmer. Ah, oh, really? You're killing off the Atom? He just got his shit back
1: together, too. Yeah, yeah. And also Kyle Rayner. Ooh. He just got his shit back together as well. <laughs> Why? Again, this feels like another DiDio thing. Why does DC hate Kyle
0: Rayner so much? Is it because he's not Hal, and they just punish him forever for not being Hal?
1: I think so. You're not Hal, so you, you have to always die and be like the butt of the joke and everything. Mm-hmm. So, fuck you, Kyle. Uh, Rayner doesn't
0: die until late in this event, though. The killer is revealed to be Hunter Zolomon, disguised as Wally, which begs we a
1: we just had him in Flash War as, yeah. as the main villain.
0: I was going to ask you, a lot of this also comes back to the Flash books as well, which makes me think, shit, I need to start uh, reading Flash now, apparently, because this all seems really important. Now, were they given any indication that Wally was Zolomon? And again, they just say Wally. They, they don't say if it's White Wally or Black Wally. <laughs>
1: No, well, I, I'll talk about that event when we talk about what we read because it finished up this week. But, yeah, there's, there's like, no hint that, like, he's he's um that Wally, that, yeah. like, uh, Wally has somehow become Hunter or Hunter has become Wally, uh, especially since Hunter's just sort of disappeared at the end of that event. Yeah.
0: All right, then. So that's good to know. I'm glad you could take the Flash knowledge here. After the fallout from this event and Flash War, uh, Wally is going to be getting a miniseries written by, they say John Walker but John Walker isn't anybody I think they meant David F. Walker but their brains auto-completed Johnny Walker the Whiskey
1: <laughs> Maybe that's what they were on when they were writing this <laughs> uh,
0: Getting his life back together with Linda Again, this tracks to something that Bleeding Cool wrote, that yes, David F. Walker was coming in, yes, he was going to be writing something Flash related so this this kind of tracks
1: yeah, yeah, it could, could be happening.
0: Though I assumed if they got David F. Walker, he would be writing Wally 2, not Wally 1.
1: Maybe both of them.
0: Maybe both at the same time. Again, you know, there could be some shit that happens there. Uh, here's another one that feels obvious, but also kind of feels like wishful thinking. Uh, huge Justice League crossover happening in January between the main Justice League book Justice League Dark that will be going on and maybe Justice League Odyssey Superboy Prime will be the villain as he is released from the Source Wall.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Source Wall's been destroyed, he has to be released from it.
0: I'm sure I'm sure there's a whiteboard somewhere at the DC offices where they just have a bunch of names of guys who have come out of the Source Wall they can use and I'm sure Superboy Prime there is really big.
1: I'll talk about Superboy Prime when I talk about Flash War
0: please do. And here's also the question too, that I'm asked about this. Wait, weren't justice league dark and justice league odyssey just supposed to be mini series. So what they're going to have ties
1: to this, a big event while also just being mini series. I guess so. I, <laughs> I guess, I, I guess they're minis until they see how well the first issues sell,
0: how very Marvel of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here's the other thing. Apparently
0: justice league odyssey is dead on the rival says anonymous. Uh, editorial demanded some changes to the script after Sajak had already drawn two issues. Sajak's pissed about it and is only going to do four issues instead of the 12. Then he'll write and draw his black label book, which is coming out. Uh, we,
1: we, we talked about this actually being a thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Yeah, so, yeah, it's because it's, uh, the guy on, on Twitter, Zajik is he, he was visibly pissed when we were talk, talking about it because something did happen with that book. There was some script change or, or something uh, like a character was there that wasn't meant to be or something. And, Which yeah. truly makes
0: me wonder what could have pissed Sajak off at this because he seems like an easygoing guy for the most part.
1: Yeah, it's very strange. Maybe like editorial wasn't doing their job very well, and
0: or something. yeah, that
1: just, that pissed him off or something. Yeah, S-
0: seems seems odd. Uh, now here's one that we've actually been talking about, and I've been ranting about quite a bit. So I hope this is true, if only so I can feel vindicated on this. Uh, editorial is letting uh adam glass have a lot of leeway on his new teen titans book no fucking shit they are
1: (laughs) yeah if that special was any indication
0: yeah he pitched it to them as a teenage suicide squad okay seriously when when you pitch that for the teen titans that's when you look away and stop listening (laughs)
1: oh jesus christ they're letting him
0: run with it yeah, they sure are. Between possible murder and possible black site prisons, and you know, destroying years <laughs> worth of character development for Damian Wayne and Wally too, and Imiko as well. Expect new characters to join and others to be killed off. Oh God, help us.
1: Yeah, the t has got to be, like, like changing rosters every other week because Damian Wayne can kill people now. And, at any minute, yeah. The higher-ups yeah. are
0: really happy with this direction so far, which, again, leads me to believe what higher-ups are you talking about. It's not Jeff Johns anymore. Leadership at DC Comics is all over the place. I assume when you say higher-ups, you mean Dan DiDio is really happy
1: with this. <laughs> yeah, Dan <yeah>, DiDio, editorial... <laughs>
0: so maybe some jim lee stuff too jim lee also gets some mentions here too apparently because like with john stepping down lee and didio got made co-publishers keep in mind these were two guys who were also major architects of the new 52 as well
1: yeah that and you can see like all like the little new 52 isms sort Mm. of creeping back in like edgy suicide squad but they're teenagers and yeah we're hip and cool yeah titans isn't edgy
0: enough uh, speaking of Titans, on the other hand, the top brass isn't happy with what Dan Abnett's doing. Uh, he has about eight issues of scripts already done, which makes. Because good. Well, because it's good, and it also <laughs> makes me think, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, eight issues of scripts already done, but, like, the issue one just came out this week. Does that mean that this was just going to be the book as he was writing it before they gave him the thing to
1: shuffle the team around? Well, see, the those eight issues in Count the Special as well.
0: Oh, right. Okay, maybe that's more, more close to what it actually is. DC's going to double ship them just to get them out of the way before cancelling oh, or revamping the title. They're letting writers make pitches. The general feeling is that they want to move Nightwing out of the group and replace him with Red Robin. Yeah,
1: I can kind of see that because, like... But that, like, undercuts Tim's arc from detective where he sort yeah. of like left for college to but go kind of didn't yeah to go did. work on his
0: own thing to go discover the secrets of the universe again i think a lot of this comes down to young justice synergy yeah yeah which in fact they mentioned that in the next one too uh brian edward hill will be writing an outsider's title again he's basically creating the outsiders now in his detective mm-hmm. comics run with black lightning katana geoforce and halo all the original members, with Nightwing replacing Batman as the team supervisor, and again, this is where they use the word for Young Justice Synergy. Simon Baz will also be on the team, because they can't have Metamorpho because he's on the Terrifics.
1: (laughs) Well, it makes sense Simon Baz will be in this, because I don't think he's going to be in the Green Lantern book. No,
0: no, we're going to talk about that, but again, Simon Baz on this team as a replacement for Metamorpho, again, this sounds like them just pulling shit out of their ass now at this point.
1: Yeah, just like, well, what characters do we have left for this team that don't interfere with anything else? Ah, it's Simon. In, just in, use him.
0: In fairness, Nightwing actually did have and did lead his own version of the Outsiders for a little bit, so that's not out of the realm of impossibility. Mm-hmm. And again, I can see if Season 3 of Young Justice is called the Outsiders, if that's something they actually want to run with. Yeah. All right, so uh, now again, here, dovetailing off some stuff we know is true. Grant Morrison's Green Lantern is real. Actually, the rumor is not only is it real, but it's going to be announced at San Diego Comic-Con this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, looking for, I hope it's real.
0: Same here. It's only going to be a 12-issue run, but it's going to deal with Hal Jordan exploring the multiverse, because Grant Morrison loves the multiverse, and learning about how willpower works in other worlds. Uh, Yeah, you're all
1: right that'd be cool I, I mean if he explores the multiverse like he did in multiversity includes those characters the Gentry, all those oh, weird things
0: pax americana
1: yeah all those weird things i'm i'm more than happy
0: i'm okay with that too also green lanterns is going to turn back into green lantern core and it's going to focus on guy kilowag and john stewart with dan jurgens continuing to write so the fucking same as it ever was
1: Cool. The, uh, the the other thing that makes me think this Grant Morrison thing is he's, he's actually coming back to D.C. because he's writing the Sideways Annual. Oh, that's right. And it was even more interesting, the Sideways Annual includes his his new 52 Superman, the one in the shirt with the cape and jeans. I saw that. That's right. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Huh. Uh, Kelly Sudaconic taking over Aquaman. Again, this was another story. Bleeding Cool Broke. Uh, After the big Suicide Squad crossover that they're dealing with right now, she'll be writing mainly about Mera as the new Queen of Atlantis, and Aquaman will stay on the run as an underwater Robin Hood, and they'll kind of have, you know, a Romeo and Juliet doomed romance thing going on. That's that's not a bad pitch at all.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I would like to see just Aquaman just come back as just King of Atlantis.
0: I mean, they'll build up to that, I'm sure, in time for the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm sure that's their thing where it's like, no, 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 no. We'll have that for the movie. Let's screw around before then. The thing about Aquaman is he goes through radical changes every few years anyway. So, I mean, you might as well screw around with it.
1: Yeah, every other writer tries to, like, make them cool or interesting.
0: Reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we have Brian Azzarello, who, again, from the article we had talked about before, so this seems the most likely, will be taking Suicide Squad back to its roots Kind of. Harley, Deadshot, and Boomerang are going to stay because apparently they're the linchpins of this series now, even though really only Deadshot and Boomerang are, but people know Harley from the movie, so.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: but the rest will be made up of expendable villains who can and will die, like Cheshire, Clock King, and Raptor, with a mix of old and new. DC might actually publish this under the black label.
1: So if it's under the black label, it's not canon? that's the
0: question isn't it i would love the idea of a brian azarella suicide squad that is out of canon and under the black label but would they actually do that
1: yeah i I don't know probably not
0: yeah Here's another story that makes me feel vindicated from this supposed leak of rumors. Again, what's true, what's not, we'll have to figure out. But uh, New Age of Heroes has been disappointing, you don't fucking say.
1: Oh, oh, really? Oh my god, I never would have thought.
0: Really, a bunch of heroes that are Xeroxes of Marvel characters didn't do so well, and especially didn't do so well when Marvel started getting their shit together again? (laughs) Sales yeah, bringing
1: the characters, the aping of back.
0: Yeah, almost despite them. Sales wise, the unexpected is done after six issues. Immortal Men and Damage are ending at twelve. The Trifix is doing well enough to last. No, really, the team that was made up of all actual characters people know anyway is doing the best. No fucking shit.
1: I'm reading that, and it is it is really good. It's Man, really yeah. fun. The
0: one that Jeff Lemire literally said, "Yes, this is my Fantastic Four pitch that they wouldn't let me do." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that one's doing well enough to last. Sideways and Silencer might get a few more issues because, get this, Dan DiDio likes them.
1: Yeah, well, we know at least Sideways is getting a, an annual, so, mm-hmm. R- yeah. R- really? DiDio likes Sideways? Which which one of these books did he work on? Oh, Sideways? Really? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, He likes the book he's working on.
0: I liked this one because I worked on it. That's how you know it's good. no one's gonna tell me no actually you know i I talk shit but i actually kind of like silencer too of all the new ones i'm like okay i can actually see this one continuing yeah and Silencer's getting a nightwing crossover so there you go yeah so that one might actually stick around for a little longer but yeah there's there's all the supposed dc leaks everyone only time will tell if they're true or not i i think some of them have a good chance of being true and some sound a little too far-fetched
1: yeah, again, they, they all fall into different categories. Some are educated guesses. Some are just like people wanting what they want. Yeah. Others are just like, yeah, that's not happening.
0: Yeah, that, uh, that 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 feels like, again, the source close to my butthole has told me. <laughs> that this is what's going to happen. And again, because Skype has fucking changed its entire thing now. Do you think I can find my notes anymore? Probably not. No, I can't, but I had all the, okay, here you go. I'm just, just going to open the goddamn text file again, because Skype isn't being a team player. But all right, so we talked about uh, DC Comics leaks, but we got a couple more stories to cover. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Extermination, the big X-Men event that's coming down the pipeline that says that it's going to put everything right again in the X-Men universe, has teased the return of Cyclops.
1: Yeah, we got like a poster with with Cyclops on it, and I, I don't know how to feel about this. Is this going to be genocidal, <laughs> Cyclops?
0: I, I think the idea is like me, Cyclops, am back now, am fixed, and like you remember. Bye, bye, young me. Let us forget this happened.
1: <laughs>
0: or he's going to be like, Nah, that Cyclops wasn't me. That was a scroll. <laughs>
1: yeah. That, that that was just an evil doppelganger yeah that was from
0: the dark dimension yeah that, that wasn't me i've actually been sitting in a box this whole time me real cyclops <laughs> me i'm back now me i'm good that'd be funny if they pop back like before schism or like before the grant morrison run and just grab that cyclops and bring them to the future <laughs> <laughs> And that's the end yeah, of that they, chapter. they
1: do it, they do it on their way back from dropping the other ones back in uh, in the 60s. Yeah, They're like, oh, we'll just like make, make a detour here and grab that cyclops. <laughs> what's
0: what's our favorite version of him? Let's just grab one.
1: Yeah, oh, the 90s.
0: <laughs> there you go. I mean, his costume is a little 90s horrific. He's got the blue with the yellow trim and everything. Yeah. He just doesn't have like the uh the bandolier. Yeah. Because it's like, people forget where it's like, Cyclops, when he's written well, can actually be a good character. It's just a shame that he was the X-Men whipping boy for decades leading to his death.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very strange the way that they wrote him, like, in in his final years as well. Oh, yeah. It turned him into, like, this mad tyrant. (laughs) Yeah. He he was
0: literally the neglected son of the X-Men universe, where it's like, (laughs) well, we can't do this to Wolverine or any of the characters people like. (laughs) Who's popular enough, but no one likes? Oh, Cyclops. Okay, we'll do it all to him, though
1: it. Yeah all of it will be all, on him
0: all to him every time it's all on cyclops
1: and i like to think like writers come in and say oh, i've got this really cool story i want to tell with like nightcrawler. It's like no oh, no we can't do that with nightcrawler but cyclops on the other hand cyclops <laughs>
0: give it all to him. <laughs> now here's the thing though you know will, will they start acting right with a proper return cyclops but then like as the years drag on will they start piling more shit on him again
1: <laughs> yeah. he starts thinking oh maybe we should wipe out these humans and <laughs> Oh no, these inhumans. (laughs) Hey guys, I've been reading
0: this book and I'm beginning to think maybe Magneto's right. (laughs) Now excuse me for a second as I have a mind affair with Emma Frost. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, am I a dick. Also, hey Wolverine, can you and your anti-hero friends form a brand new secret arm of X-Force that I can send to destroy my enemies? (laughs) (laughs) Asher shades, whatever you say. (laughs) (laughs) I can do it. Bub, I'm also back from the dead. Hey, we both came back from the dead around the same time. Uh,
1: My claws burn shit now. Ah, that's cool. (laughs)
0: Uh, But yeah, from there we uh, have another new title coming from Marvel Comics. The Superior Octopus Solo Series is coming.
1: Yeah, was, uh, Otto Octavius, or maybe someone else, is coming back. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's like, hey,
0: wait a minute, why is he still wearing the Hydra affiliate costume in this cover when we know he got a new costume at the end of Spider Man Eight Hundred?
1: Yeah, very intriguing. Maybe this maybe this is this is like set before that, and just tells you how he gets there.
0: Maybe because they have not they have announced this series, but they have not announced the writer who's going to be doing it, which I think a lot of people say, well, it has to be Dan Slot. Superior Octopus has been Slot's baby this whole time.
1: Yeah, not necessarily.
0: Not necessarily at all. Yeah, it could, it could totally be someone else. They, I have to wonder where I'm like, I, I know there was a time when all I ever wanted was a Superior Octopus solo series. I kind of have to say now, like, is, is this maybe like a little, like a little too little too late to do this a now? A late,
1: yeah. Yeah, maybe, but like, I know a lot of people were really excited at the end mm. of issue 800 with him sort of coming back, uh, yeah. in like a Peter Parker body and everything. Yeah.
0: And working for, uh, for not quite Google horizon labs.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I wonder, will, will he still be working in New York or will he have to go to
1: another city? I think he has to
0: go to another city. Cause if he tries to be superior octopus in New York, that's going to cause too many problems.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like he could be what's causing Peter all these problems.
0: It could be, and you know, and we'll talk about that when we talk about what we read this week. It's funny. What was great about the Superior Spider-Man cycle is that it was the one time they tried to do anti-hero Spider-Man and have it really, really work. Yeah. It seems like they keep trying that every so often. Like that's that's basically what Scarlet Spider was. Yeah. Hey, but what if he was evil though?
1: <laughs>
0: what if he was an anti-hero? I'm like, well, okay. Well, how's this Superior Octopus going to be different than that? Yeah. You know, besides the obvious fact that I won't have to follow Ben Riley, because screw Ben Riley. <laughs> Every time Ben Riley shows up, I'm like, Oh my god, go away. <laughs> you were dust, go back to being dust, you stupid clone.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, I know a whole generation started reading Spider-Man and it was you, but that wasn't my generation, damn it. <laughs> you were you were forever the singular representation of the goddamn clone saga, you stupid blonde haired <laughs> prick. go away i arguably like kane more than you because kane had better writers than you
1: oh and that's saying something
0: and kane's costume was cooler than yours too i hope it's an unlockable in the ps4 spider-man game (laughs) (laughs) stupid ben (laughs) riley uh but on to some good news actually and this was super unexpected i think this took everyone who read this one by storm G Willow Wilson, who has, of course, just been tearing it up with Miss Marvel, one of Marvel Comics' biggest successes of the last decade, it's been announced that she is going to be the new writer on Wonder Woman moving forward as of November. Awesome! That is awesome. That's a that's a huge fucking get for DC Comics, and I'm sure Marvel kicked themselves just a little bit. It's like we could have had her write Captain Marvel. God damn it! Why didn't we get her to write Captain Marvel? Fuck. <laughs> she was right there and we didn't do it (laughs) but yeah i I think that's totally awesome and i think this is kind of unheard of too like i assume that g willow wilson was like uh what is it had signed an exclusivity deal with marvel apparently not
1: yeah well it's like a lot of like writers like going sort of back and forth like we got jeff lemire back over at marvel now after his long run at dc yep. and now we've got brian michael bendis and now g willow wilson's coming over mm-hmm.
0: it's it's quite the thing and i think this this might be a historic moment in so much as i don't think anyone has ever written one of the trinity books at dc while also being an ongoing writer at marvel because she's not leaving this marvel she's going to be writing both
1: yeah i I'm just trying yeah, no, I, I think I think you're right. I think this is like the first time this has actually happened. Like
0: like maybe Busick for Justice League when he was also writing Spider-Man, maybe. but my math could be yeah. wrong on that one. But yeah, that's that's freaking huge. I, I think G. Willow Wilson is one of the most creative, interesting, compelling writers. In a long time. Now, that being said, I've really only read her work on Miss Marvel, which in a lot of ways, I think one of the secrets to Miss Marvel is that G. Willow Wilson, in a lot of ways, is writing herself and writing her own experience.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how she works with a character that, like, she can't really impart that onto. Hmm. I mean, G1 I'm sure she woman can, but not as much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I know she wrote A Force for a little bit. I enjoyed yeah. her A Force, short lived though it was. Yeah. But yeah, it's nice to see Wonder Woman get a cool, uh, interesting writer. Because again, Wonder Woman's also been one of those characters who's been going from writer to writer. There was the big long Azarello stretch, then Rucka came back, and then it's just kind of been stop and go for a bit.
1: Yeah, I think James Robinson's been writing it for a while now, but yeah his, yeah, his series is starting to get, it's not really a Wonder Woman series anymore, it's more focusing on her brother Jason at the ah, moment. Ah,
0: that's unfortunate. They probably want a good strong writer too in time for the Wonder Woman movie when that happens. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's good news, I'm excited for that. Speaking of new creative teams as well, uh, there's going to be a new Shatterstar miniseries, which made me go, pfft, Shatterstar, who gives a fuck? Oh, but it's going to be written by Tim Seeley. Oh, I might have to read that
1: now. <laughs> good writer, not such a good character. A <laughs> hey,
0: character. I, I love how he was used in Deadpool. <laughs> to where his literal existence is a punchline, I'm Shatterstar, I'm from the Mojoverse. Ah, 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 that's funny, tell me another one. <laughs> oh, God, you're serious. <laughs> This this also spawned quite an interesting discussion on Twitter amongst writers and editors, and that is, hey, is Shatterstar technically a mutant?
1: Yeah, that's a good question.
0: He hangs out with the mutants a lot, but he was also born and raised on Mojo World, where they tried to, like, you know, uh, manufacture a strain of mutation, but does that actually mean he's a mutant by Earth standards? Him him and Deadpool fall into that same category of they hang out in X-Men with X-Men teams, Mostly in mutant-related books, but their actual status as mutants is up in the air.
1: Yeah, I, oh, I, I kind of consider him like, like an interdimensional alien.
0: Yeah, more than a mutant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one for the comments section, everyone. Where do you stand on this hot-button issue? Is Shatterstar <laughs> mutant, yes or no?
1: <laughs>
0: dial one for yes, dial two for
1: no. Yes, the the winning vote will be what he is. Yeah, the,
0: the winning vote from here on now will inform headcanon. <laughs> you'll, you'll get a no prize if you win. But yeah, with that, everyone, I guess we can hop into what we read this week. It was a pretty big week, Matt. It was. It was a really big week. Yeah, most definitely. I'm sure you want to start with Superman, and I'm not going to stop you.
1: Let's start with Superman. Yeah, what do uh, you think? I, I I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Man of Steel. Man of Steel ended up being kind of just a like a meh series. It was it was I liked some of it, but like yeah, it, it wasn't as big as it probably should have been. It's it's that ending that left a
0: sour taste in the mouth, is what it was.
1: Yeah, where it's like, oh, okay, then why didn't you just do this in in
0: a series? I know it was like Ben just said, hey, you know, I got some cookies back at the house. You want to come get some cookies? Yeah, I want some cookies. Then he kicks you in the balls with steel-toed boots, but you know he gives you. There's like some cookie crumbs left over. It's like, yes, that was okay, but I wish you didn't do the ball <laughs> thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, but but the, this cycle was really cool. It's um, understated sort of cut. beginning. Yeah, it was, it was like Clark sort of having to deal with him not having his family there anymore because they're off with his his own father and him sort of saving the world doing his superman thing and everything and martian manhunter getting kind of weird by saying like you need to lead the people because you need to be a tyrant do all this stuff that was really weird martian manhunter has
0: been reading a lot of injustice i thought it was just i thought it was just really cool i think you should take over the world a little bit
1: Oh, what I realized in my comments section as well is a lot of people didn't realize that he was saying exactly what Jor was saying. Yeah, yeah more yeah, or less. like the issue before, like literally exactly the same. Which makes me think, like, oh, is he like are they connected somehow? Mm-hmm. Or because it's the same in Titans as well. He's very secretive in the Titans.
0: I'm I'm one hundred percent certain that Martian Manhunter we saw couldn't have been John because superman kept leaving and coming back so there were opportunities for either him to jump into the phantom zone by accident or for someone to take martian manhunter out and impersonate him
1: it's possible i like that part where he's talking with john he's like i oh, just hold on a minute go punch a dinosaur in london and stop a fire and well that's i like that I that, was, that was pretty cool that was a
0: very fun bend to see moment because you got to imagine every conversation with superman is like that he can't sit still for yeah. long because there's danger
1: Yeah, yeah, I I thought that was cool. I I like that we got a new Fortress of Solitude in a really cool place as well, the Bermuda Triangle.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's the same but different.
1: Yeah, I'm interested because, like, I'm surprised that, like, that hasn't been thought of before, like, putting it there, because he's had one in the jungle, he's mm. had, like, that weird sphere one, and <laughs> all, these, all these weird ones, but he's never had one in the Bermuda Triangle, where yeah. no one can really get to it. Yeah, now
0: he's got waterfront property, too, which you know is going to affect the <laughs> sale value down the line.
1: Oh, he's, 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 he's adapting Lex Luthor's plan, he's going to sell it off, <laughs> he's going to sell off Otisberg, and...
0: <laughs> Create a new continent, it's all about land... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lex Luthor's really pissed off like, damn it, that's a good idea
1: Yeah, I thought that was cool I like the, the inclusion of the, uh, the Dominators
0: Oh yeah, that was
1: fun As Stopping them before they even got to Earth, I thought that was pretty cool
0: Just because he happened to be out there That annoyed me too, because it's like, again, much like at the end of Man of Steel, hey Superman, you want to find your family if only you knew a core of space cops you could ask for help who patrol the whole galaxy. If only you knew wizards and psychics who could reach out to them using their
1: powers. Well the Green Lanterns are gonna be in the in the Supergirl books, say. So. Interesting. So yeah, but yeah, he does. He does talk to John about that so, right. and sort of trying to try to try to find out where his family are and everything. And I think they're coming back in like Oof. issue six
0: something. Well, Lois is coming back first, is what everyone keeps saying. But again, yeah. I I wonder if it's even Lois or if again we're going to keep doing this whole shapeshifter thing.
1: Yeah, well we'll we'll find out. E-
0: either that, or I just envisioned a better story, and Ben just just writes a lot of characters out of character to where I think they're <laughs> imposters.
1: <laughs> no it's got to be an imposter this this is going to be me for the next three years
0: okay but then we're finally going to discover that everyone's been an imposter yes
1: <laughs>
0: this was all a white martian invasion pla- nope nope they were all really them
1: shit uh, but, but, but how, how, do you, how do you think the, the, the earth got suddenly moved into the phantom zone
0: uh, knowing Bendis it might not have he might just be imagining that and he just wanted a cool page at the end
1: that's po- that's possible, but I think the Earth is somehow moved in there because there's a couple of issues in mm. that they talk about it, and I know he fights are again, so maybe like, are like, are we gonna have like another thing where like ah oh, I helped JorEl invent the the, the Phantom Zone I or think, some shit? Ugh. I think that has to be where I they're came going from for. the Phantom Zone. Yes, okay. like I'm
0: a native to the Phantom Zone. That's where I met JorEl, or like oh he tested yeah. it on me originally to make sure it worked.
1: Yeah, and that that's how he became the warrior or something. Or, yeah, because yeah. I
0: lived a hundred years in the Phantom Zone or some shit. Like, you just know that's where they're going with it. Yeah, yeah. So get ready for that, everyone, if Matt and I totally called it again.
1: <laughs>
0: but, uh, yeah, what else do we have going on? Oh, Superman got a number one this week, so fittingly Spider-Man got a new number one this week from Nick Spencer.
1: Yeah, and it was really cool.
0: It was. A writer that you and I like, but who catches a lot of shit for just doing what you're supposed to do with Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> this, th- this was funny because, again, the, the, the big takeaway from this one is, hey, Peter and MJ are dating again, which almost felt like Spencer kind of doing the old uh, olive branch to the fan community. Look, you still might hate me for Captain America, but look what I did
1: yeah I, I made a spider-man i made a spider-man
0: love so aren't you happy
1: now i, I feel like that's his plan. Where it's like yes i will take the fans
0: who are still irrationally mad at me about captain america and set them up against the rabid fan base who want mary jane and peter <laughs> to be a thing again and i will just walk away as they fight
1: each other <laughs> yeah you'll just walk away laughing maniacally i read that final page and i'm like nick spencer you evil genius <laughs> yeah now everyone likes him
0: now, <laughs> just like that that's hey. what did it take to make everyone like you again i just you know gave in to decades worth of fans yelling
1: <laughs> and it really
0: has been that who knew? long
1: it was that simple you <laughs> knew it was that simple but it felt
0: deserved though i like he set up this yeah. scenario where peter's life is falling apart again what else is new and who's the only person he can talk to about it who's the only person who knows every side of him it's mj of course
1: It is. I thought that was really cool, and I I like how they went about like setting up his life to fail and everything with that. How they they're referencing like the Superior Mm Spider-Man, where where Slot sent sent the Otto Peter back to to school to get his degree and everything, and that came back to bite Peter in the ass. He lost his doctorate for a bit. Yeah, he he got fired from the Daily Bugle, which is funny Uh, because Slot just put him there and he lost it again. (laughs) Yeah. oh he'll be back he'll be back to uh, the, yeah. like that the the guy giving the photos of spider-man of course he's got to go
0: back to do that to, to put his way through school where his new teacher is going to be the lizard
1: that's so cool that, I, I feel like that's going to be like kind of like the superior foe part of the book right I mean, that's where all the comedy is going to kind of be he's got to
0: study under the lizard i like the idea of lizard not as a bad guy i like he's just trying to live his day-to-day life as a lizard.
1: Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I may be a big monstrous lizard, but I'm also like a really, really smart teacher. I'm gonna help Peter. And he does he's the one who gets him into school and everything.
0: Which I wonder I wonder if Spencer will address what happened to the lizard at the end of Clone Conspiracy where he was basically trying to live in the sewer with weird clones of his wife and son that were decaying.
1: Hey, maybe he still lives in the sewer, but he teaches on the side. But he
0: teaches on the side. Hey, man, sewer rent is rough in New York, as with everything. Got to get a job on the side. Got to get a side hustle, son. (laughs) Uh, Mysterio had a moment in here, too, which I'm like, ooh, nice uh, little foreshadowing for the movie.
1: Yeah, I, I enjoyed his uh, his little, like, Forks alien invasion mm. sort of thing. Yep. And how I, I like how, like, Spider-Man, he thinks he's going to, like, stop the big alien ray in the sky and he's going to be a big hero and everyone's going to like him because <laughs> he's died and it's just Mysterio.
0: <laughs> I like, too, that it's clearly Quentin Beck Mysterio, too, and they don't yep. try too hard to explain how he came back to life. They're like, fuck it, it's just Mysterio. But what happened to Mysterion? No one cares what happened to Mysterion. Yeah, you're right, I don't care what happened to Mysterion. <laughs>
1: they kind of kind of explain it when they introduce that new villain yeah Um, he doesn't have a name yet
0: no he might be a devil he might be a demon he can control rats and bugs which is very sight satanic and he even says hey quentin back i carried you out of hell
1: yes so so that's really interesting i know people have been saying like oh it could be like one of peter's friends like it could be like ned Leeds coming back or something Mm. and i'm like what
0: that would be weird. It's Judas right. Traveller. <laughs> That's who it is. <laughs> Judas Traveller was another stupid character that was invented during the Clone Saga.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: He had all the powers.
1: We- <laughs> it's Ben Riley. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ben Riley had it again. <laughs>
0: Why? Why every time with your bullshit? <laughs> It, it, it would be funny because again they, they definitely want to draw some comparisons to one more day it would be funny if this was not mephisto but another type of devil for peter to overcome
1: yeah yeah they somehow undo one more day or something
0: yeah or something like that they do something with it or at least let peter get his wing back over the denizens of hell yeah that would be fun to be like hey i didn't beat mephisto but i beat another devil though
1: yeah what i really like though is um kind of like wilson fisk's little part and like his, yeah. his his sort of plan to turn every hero in new york against spider-man by warring doing like a war on on costumed heroes except mm. for spider-man and giving spider-man like the key to the city mm. and all this sort of stuff well
0: that's that's funny i like that too because uh obviously that gelled nicely with what's happening in daredevil where we actually see fisk become mayor uh i read the end of that article today that was that's gonna be my next video i put up matt murdock quits being assistant mayor on the condition that fisk stop his war on the superhero community (laughs)
1: oh oh, that's not gonna happen
0: no i mean he's the fucking kingpin of course he's not gonna do it but yeah i like this idea of like killing them with kindness and being like look if i just tell them that spider-man's great all the other heroes are gonna hate him And i'm like wow getting heroes to fight without starting a civil war what a what a novel concept (laughs) just hurting their pride
1: yeah, yeah, and it works so well. I like that fight that he has with the Avengers, and like no one likes him. No, even no uh, like Spider Man, <laughs> even the Human
0: Torch is giving him the cold shoulder, which I thought was yeah. impossible. <laughs> also, too Nick Spencer reminding us he's a funny guy and he can write a funny Spider
1: Man yeah he's really the perfect writer for this character he is and
0: i think even people who are mad at him during his captain america run knew that and hated to admit it and he clearly loves spider-man history and spider-man characters because look yep. who he keeps bringing back and making reference to
1: yeah exactly
0: man-, man knows his shit i think spider-man will be in good hands moving forward
1: yeah definitely
0: all right what uh, what else did you have matt
1: Uh, had the Flash issue 50.
0: Ah, the big uh, finale to Flash War, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, Uh, this was uh, Hunter Zolomon trying to, trying to fix the past, present, and future by sort of gaining all of the, the, uh... The, the force powers. Uh, he's got the speed force, the stage force, the strength force, and he's got to go after the last one, which is the still force.
0: Ah, right, which is what they... Uh, or no, or was that the slow force in Justice
1: League? It's still force in Justice League. It's okay. the same thing. Okay, same well, same that, one. that's that's good that they're tying all that together. Yeah, and he's able to go after it because uh, Barry and Wally broke the, the sort of force barrier that stops these <laughs> these uh things coming into our world and everything and the dc heroes (laughs) are just having a
0: bad time breaking shit breaking the (laughs) force wall breaking the source wall
1: (laughs) yeah no it was it was hunter sort of manipulating wally with like memories of his kids and Mm. saying i can bring them back if you just break this this barrier they'll come back (laughs) uh why why wally decided to listen to hunter i'll never know um it sounds
0: very mephisto doesn't i can fix everything if you just make this deal with the devil
1: yeah yeah um and then yeah they end they end up stopping they end up going into hyper time and stopping him uh with uh wally's he's got like he's still got some of that temporal energy that he had Mm -hmm. that that like it's that energy that it allows him when he touches someone they get the memories of him and right and the old uh, universe yeah he actually ends up expelling that onto hunter and it it quote-unquote kills him like, oh, it dis- damn it. disappear disappear somewhere into the time stream or something i, I don't know
0: i, I guess um, they had to get rid of that magic touch power because the longer he had it's like why doesn't he just touch everyone and remind them of the way well, the world used to be
1: well they don't just get rid of that they get rid of all of the flashes all the flashes wally barry all that ability to time travel
0: oh because that's too much no 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 yeah. no
1: Oh, also get rid be, of that completely also because
0: heroes in crisis might be dealing with time travel and we don't want to have the yeah. flashes come in and save the day
1: yeah don't want don't want that question being like why doesn't the flash just travel back in time and stop it we know he
0: can do it because i want the booster gold <laughs> to do it
1: yeah um but yeah they actually end up doing that and then H- wally is like obsessed with finding not only his kids but uh hunter as well mm. uh since he's out there somewhere. Uh, but well, apparently he thing, might be impersonating you. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he so might have so switched so. places with you. This this
0: <laughs> might be it. Yeah, this might be the moment they trade places.
1: It, it could very well possibly be. Uh, but the interesting thing is with that Force Wall thing removed, other people can come in to, from being trapped in the hyper-time oh. space thing. And the one person that comes back is Bart Allen. Of course. Yeah, because young justice is coming and uh, is he
0: still a time traveling speedster? Cause that was always Bart's thing that he was a time traveling speedster. Is he the one who can still do it?
1: Well, I, I don't know. Cause he's only in one panel. He just like comes out from like, I don't know, wherever he comes and just like speeds through the city. Right. And, uh, and he's younger as well. Uh, he's like, just like a little kid. He's not sort of aged up as he is in young justice. Right. Um, uh, another interesting thing is that in the 25th century, the Iron Heights Penitentiary that was built by Eobard Thorne to hold only one particular person, uh, that person got out and he mm. kills the, the renegades. And we don't know who that person is, but on, on his like cell door, uh, he's called Inmate Crisis. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, and it, it could be one of two people. It could be Superboy Prime. Right. Uh, or, it could be an and i'm thinking it is this person it could be an anti-monitor because of what Mm. what the person says the character says something that kind of matches up with what the anti-monitor said in crisis of infinite earths
0: where the flash famously died yeah that that sounds amazing matt i want to catch up on flash now because that all sounds dope as fuck
1: flash war is three parts four parts
0: Wow, when does a big event ever be only three parts?
1: Yeah, it's a big. It, yeah, it's it's a really short one, but a lot happened, and it was really cool as well. It's probably like the best like summer event D- DC have had. And they did really nothing to promote
0: it. You could have just completely no, gone yeah. on if you weren't telling me about it.
1: And you probably people should probably be reading it. <laughs> hey, Batman's wedding.
0: Fuck off. Read Flash War.
1: It's, yeah, exactly. It's much better. Hey,
0: Man of Steel. Read Flash
1: War. <laughs> <laughs> the sounds of it, it was way more
0: satisfying
1: it was it was really satisfying
0: that's, that's just the flash in a nutshell you'll have quality work and quality runs for years and years and people won't discover it till years after the fact
1: and then that's the thing like with a character like flash who's ingrained in like the multiverse and like the history and you, it needs to be like like touted as a big event because like oftentimes if there's like an event after it it'll reference that that flash event or something that happened and but, people will be like what What's happened? What's going on? The last big Flash
0: event they bothered pushing was Flashpoint.
1: Yeah, and there's been a couple since then that have been rather big. The Button, mm. the the Flash War, you know, um, the stuff with God Godspeed and everything.
0: Right, although arguably I'm sure the Button is like, you no, know, that was a Batman story, I believe.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, all... it was involved with Speed Force and Jay Garrick mm. and everything, so... <laughs>
0: Oh, well, I, I guess Jay Garrick can come back now, can't he? I wonder if they'll ever... We'll probably have to wait till Doomsday Clock is done, but I wonder, will they ever make good on their promise for a new JSA team?
1: Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. M- my
0: picks for a JSA team would obviously be Garrick would be on it, of yeah. course. Johnny Thunder, because we've been seeing him mm-hmm. run around so much. Uh, Power Girl, because they put her in a little pocket dimension to try and save her, so Power Girl when she comes back
1: yeah, i'd like I'd like to see the um uh, Alan Scott Green Lantern because he's hinted at it in, in Doomsday clock.
0: He is. maybe he's been inside the lantern all along. Mm, maybe. You gotta let him out. Let Alan Scott out. Yeah, hashtag rub that lamp. <laughs> let him out., uh, what else did I have this week? Oh, I had of course, uh, Detective comics, uh, which is the continuation yep. of this black lightning. Uh, Storyline that they're doing from Hill. I liked this one better than the previous one, but there's still a lot of continuity stuff that just sticks in my craw about it. Yeah, yeah. Where Batman's like, oh, I need to, I need to write off my team now. I need to send them away. I need, I need Black Lightning's help as a teacher and a principal. Oh, I just, I just can't relate to my kids anymore. You were relating to them in the last arc. What the fuck changed? <laughs> No, this Karma guy, he's just so tough and so strong and he's so badass. No, he's playing with the cheats on because he has an alien helmet, apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's got a mask that tells him everything about the person he looks at.
0: Which, which that seems like lazy writing to me. Ah, oh, I need to build up a new strong villain to fight Batman. How do I do it? The helmet does everything.
1: Yeah, it seems to me like, listen, like oh, we couldn't use the Psycho Pirate mask. Uh, uh, we'll just make something else.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got a helmet that lets me do everything all the time yeah uh, I, I will admit the stuff where he actually writes jefferson pierce and actually writes black lightning and he talks about you know his uh his inspiration and why he fights crime and why he believes he can make a difference and everything that's really good
1: yeah i i really like that part um like bringing him in as sort of like having to deal with these kids and everything and him wanting to make a difference outside of the costume and everything yeah
0: I, I've often said Black Lightning is untapped potential, not just because he's a dude who shoots lightning, but he's a hero and a teacher at the same time. Yeah. Which, which makes it all the more hilarious when Batman's like, Ugh, I can't take care of my kids anymore. Jefferson, you do it. <laughs> Jefferson, I'm giving you all my kids. And I'm like, Batman, on top of being a hero in another city and a principal in another city, you're now now he needs to raise your kids. <laughs> Jesus, Batman, give this man more work to do or something. i I also like it's in this issue black lightning figures out that batman is bruce wayne and oh my god he's actually sending kids to fight his war on crime he talks to alfred about it and alfred's basically like oh i try not to i try not to think about it
1: yeah i'm the only one who cares and yeah (laughs) i try not to think about it no one talks to me about it no which instantly made me think
0: about that shitty we are robin storyline and the 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 robin core where when batman died alfred gave a bunch of money and weapons to a bunch of inner city youth (laughs) so they could fight homeless people and i'm like yeah alfred that wasn't a great idea was it (laughs) we don't talk about that do we Oh. <laughs> oh, it's terrible what Master Bruce does to children. But I don't know these children.
1: <laughs> it's
0: fine. It's fine. There's nothing uh, wrong with it. But yeah, this <laughs> that, this one was better than the previous one. I just I just wish the villain wasn't so repetitive, and I wish Batman uh, made more sense in terms of continuity.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's always like the weird thing with like Detective Comics. It's like kind of in continuity but like sometimes it does stuff that you're like hey that doesn't really match up there are a lot of soft
0: reboots it's like here's the thing and i think someone even said this in the comment section if you didn't read the tying and run which if you didn't what's wrong with you it was great but if you're just picking this up now it should read fine
1: yeah well also like wasn't this like meant to like come earlier or something or is that just like an issue earlier or something i think it was this run
0: no, it came an issue late, which is why we got that yeah. Fire story.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: Kind of just put in the middle of it there. But yeah, that was Detective Comics. It was fine, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, what else did you have, Matt?
1: Uh, what did I have? I have uh, X-23 issue
0: one. Oh, yeah, the first issue of this from uh, Mariko Tamako. How, how was this? I know you yeah. were a big fan and a big booster of uh, the all-new Wolverine book under Tom King, so I really care what you have to say.
1: Uh, yeah, you wouldn't even know there was a new writer. Well, that's good. That's really good. That's good and that's bad. It's good that it's the same sort of adventures with, with Laura and Gabby and all that, but it's bad that it's not doing something else. Right. something new. Do they at
0: least explain why she's like, oh, I'm not going to wear the Wolverine costume anymore, I'm going to go back to X-23?
1: No. No. It's just basically all new Wolverine issue 36. Oh, they
0: just does. Here's the thing. I bet they're going to have to deal with that in the return of Wolverine book. I bet that's what they're waiting for.
1: Yeah. And and like, even the story doesn't really inform it all that much. The story is basically, she's hunting down mutant genetic material that's being sold on the black market, all that sort of stuff. Beast sends her, um, on a mission to look for a, a captured, uh, scientist named helen Marks. uh she comes in contact with the stepford cuckoos oh. uh, who as we learn are the ones who've actually kidnapped this uh this doctor and, and trying to use her- themselves yeah yeah clones of emma frost um they're trying to use this doctor to help two of her two of their dying sisters who technically did die yeah but they're, they're alive and they're, they're like because of their psychic bodies and everything that they're, they're, they're like deteriorating fine, yeah. they're like deteriorating really quickly and everything in these bodies and they need help. And it seeks to imply that they have like, like a weapon X serum or like, like mm. Wolverine's blood or something that they're using to like keep them alive. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very it's it's very strange because the way it's like sort of panelled and everything. I'm guessing the next issue we'll find out like what more about it. But yeah, very really cool book though. It was it was like a lot of fun seeing like Gabby and Laura. They're like the they're like a team now. That's good. They're, they both got their like costumes and everything. And Laura, Laura doesn't actually wear her her um Wolverine costume anymore. She's got like a newer costume, which is yeah. like. It's kind of the same, but like without like the mask. Right, yeah. I might have to check that out. It's funny. I, I talked a bunch of shit about the Spider-Man
0: clone, but it's funny. If they're having the Wolverine clone come up against the Emma Frost clones, it might actually be funny if the Spider-Man clone showed up in this. <laughs> uh, e- either one of them. You could have Ben Riley or Kane. I don't think they've ever met, and I think that would actually make for a good
1: story. Yeah, yeah.
0: If they met. They'd have a lot
1: to talk about. You could, you could make a whole team that was just clones, <laughs> the clone team clone force <laughs> the cl- clone clan oh the, ooh, that clan word i
0: don't like that we might have to change that <laughs> the clone caper clone contingent there you go the clone contingent <laughs> oh, see, that, that, that sounds too corporate and official if you put uh what is it corporate in there <laughs> if you put contingent that's it. although clone corp actually kind of works it's not it's yeah. not clone core it's you actually say corpse because we're a corporation
1: yeah and, and they, they're corpses as
0: well and they're also kind of <laughs> corpses i mean we're all corpses matt we're just not there yet
1: <laughs>
0: we're all pre-corpses speaking of x23 i read adamantium agenda this week and hilariously she was doing much of the same she joined up with the new avengers to fight mr sinister who has not only stolen wolverine's dna but has apparently stolen dna from everyone in the world
1: yeah he's got like this big like mainframe that's just full of like dna of almost everyone in the world which is
0: just (laughs) disgusting how did mr sinister get all that (laughs) dna from everyone in the world
1: oh he he went on a lot of little grinder dates (laughs) we can see he can teleport
0: so does he just go in and out this is mine now (laughs)
1: <laughs> did, did, did the
0: devil just teleport in here and steal my spit and jizz and blood?
1: <laughs>
0: why, why did that happen? Why is this world weird? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm enjoying those Hunt for Wolverine books, but I have this overwhelming uh, idea that they're not actually going to amount to anything. It's only the final special issue that's going to actually matter.
1: That seems to that seems to be like where it's going. Like um, the other week, they had the Weapon Lost one, and they like they like fought the Wolverine they were tracking, and it turned out to be Albert. Oh yeah, um, the robot. Yeah, they like fought him for a like, couple of pages, and then Cipher like blew him up.
0: Which that's a fucking deep cut to bring the Wolverine robot yeah. in. Yeah, it, it's funny. You know how much my fan base doesn't give a shit about Weapon Lost. I gave them all a list tonight of books I needed to catch up on. Some I was three behind, some I was two behind. I'm two behind on Weapon Lost. Everyone wanted to hear Daredevil and Miss Marvel more than they wanted to hear about Weapon Lost.
1: Which is hilarious, because Daredevil's in (laughs) Weapon Lost. I know, I'm like, really? You want
0: the main Daredevil? Okay, I mean, I can't fight you on that, all right. (laughs) It's up to you, you're the fans. I try and give you what you want. (laughs) It was great, by the way, Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah, it's the big conclusion to the hand-invade New York City. Uh, Daredevil has to fight them off, but he has to make you know, some really hard choices to do so. He has to let uh, like Hammerhead and Diamondback and all the gang lords out of jail so they can fight against the ninjas. Mm-hmm. He's got to cut a deal with Elektra, so she'll help fight the ninjas. And then, who saves the day? This is the most unexpected shit, and it's the shit that made me love it. Uh, his priest comes to help him out because daredevil gets infected by like evil hand energy and so the priest has to have like an exorcism to get it out of him
1: oh that's cool
0: it's amazing and then we find out that the priest who actually showed up in a previous issue he was the guy who matt was confessing to about how he made everyone forget he was daredevil with purple manpower his mm-hmm. priest is part of a secret military Catholic order called the Ordo Draconum, the Order of the Dragon. Oh, Jesus. Which has fought evil across centuries since, like, 1500s Hungary, and now they've come to New York to help Daredevil fight the Hand. and I'm like, oh my god, they're the Ascariot organization from Helsing, Literally. <laughs> And Daredevil's like, I know these ninjas, they're too tough. I can't beat them with my billy club. And the priest is like, it's okay. Here's a sword. So Daredevil gets a giant claymore and he's killing ninjas with a claymore. (laughs) Then then they get like bunkered down because like ninjas are firing too much arrows. And Daredevil's like, wait, Wait, this is New York, which means cops ride horses. So if they get fucking Dark Knight Returns, they jump on horses and ride (laughs) through the streets, fighting ninjas to take back City Hall, and I'm like, this is the greatest shit ever.
1: Oh, that's so cool. They also write off his sidekick this issue because it's kind of the sidekick's
0: fault that the hand are attacking. So the order draconum is like, it's okay, we'll take the boy with us and teach him and learn him good. So there you go. That's how they wrote Blind Spot Out. And then Fisk becomes mayor again on the condition that he won't hunt superheroes anymore. But obviously that's bullshit if you read the Spider-Man book and everything else. But Matt Murdock does learn that Fisk did indeed fix the election. And that's going to be his mission going forward to try and undo the election fixing. Awesome. And again, if we continue to be pulled from the headlines, I'm awaiting Wilson Fisk to be like, Yes, I fixed the election with the help of Omega Red. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thanks Omega Red and Crimson Dynamo and all these other Russian bad guys
1: yeah and for some reason Colossus Because yeah. Colossus also
0: helped fix the election but I thought you were a good guy <laughs> Colossus is many things <laughs> Colossus has elite axe sort skills <laughs> bitch you didn't know that but I do <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but yeah Daredevil, Daredevil was dope as shit
1: that sounds awesome.
0: And the next run is going to be the Phil Noto drawn run, so you know that's going to be great too.
1: I might have to pick that up if it's no. Phil Noto drawing it. They're
0: making it seem like this is the this is the time to start reading
1: Daredevil if you're not already. Awesome. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, what else did you have, Matt? Uh, I had Titans issue twenty three.
0: Ah, yes, yes, yes. How uh, how was this?
1: It was really good. It was uh, Dan Abnett's first like post. Uh, no justice shake up uh, with his team where the Titans have now become sort of a justice league response team for like mm. these new metahuman uh, metahumans springing up in the wake of the source Wall being destroyed. Uh, they go out on their first mission, which uh, involves them going to Manhattan to deal with some source wall energy. They, they end up finding the guy and it's, it's not, not really a threat though, because the guy, is being told by something in his head, by his powers, that he's got to kill the bad guy. Yeah, and um, for the longest time, the team's sort of like fighting with one another, especially like Dick and Miss Martian, because Miss Martian's obviously the um, uh, she's like the the Justice League attaché, right? Sort of sort of um, looking over them, she wants to like sort of take command whereas it sticks team and there's like i heard a lot of
0: people didn't like that that they're writing this martian who's normally fun and bubbly as just like this busybody body cracking the whip
1: well that's the thing like i think this kind of fits in with like what we saw of like martian manhunter and um uh in superman this week is because he's at the he's at the end of the issue and he's talking about don't get close to the team don't Mm. you know get to know them don't let them know your secrets and he's kind of being a little bit sinister in that way maybe they're white
0: martians maybe again john got switched out with a white martian this is all part of like a white martian invasion plan
1: probably something like that or Uh, yeah especially if snyder is
0: so in love with the justice league cartoon what was the first arc what did they fight shape-shifting villains
1: yeah well yeah Yeah. and scott snyder i was it this week's or last week's justice league they had white martians in that
0: last week they were sure to mention white martians and say hey there's white martians on earth in stasis
1: yeah so yeah maybe maybe this could be a big event somewhere i mean miss um, M- martian already is a
0: white martian that's the thing yeah
1: yeah well that's the thing yeah it, it could be just just that though like, they could be don't let them know you're a white martian because they know white martians are evil and
0: yeah well, uh, well, but well, why do they know white martians are evil john oh because i've been telling them white martians are evil this whole time <laughs> i'm also saying they're smelly and not as smart i really fucking hate white martians did you know that
1: (laughs) they burnt my planet (laughs) yeah well is that still canon
0: or did the yellow lanterns do it because in the last martian manhunter miniseries they say yellow
1: lanterns did it i don't know it's kind of it's kind of on the wall at the moment they always i know like i know they reference it in like justice league and everything and it it seeks to imply that like like something like some type of fire killed off all his people they don't say who did the fire though i bet
0: snyder's gonna change it again and make it something different
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he'll make it something
0: right but yes continue
1: uh but yeah it was a, a really cool issue they end up meeting this guy tyler who's got some type of metahuman power uh and they end up fighting this there's like an evil metahuman as well in the story who's like this shapeshifter who shapeshifts into like this giant like monster and Tyler ends up killing the man accidentally. Mm. Um, and, uh, the mission ends up being kind of a failure and Dick thinks it's a failure because someone died. Uh, but Miss Martian's like, eh, we'll, we'll learn, we'll (laughs) learn. And Dick's like, no, that's not okay. Someone died. We need rules. she's like, eh, study it and learn from it.
0: Well, geez, that kind of makes that rumor sound more accurate. Now that they're trying to push Dick Grayson out of that book and elsewhere.
1: Yeah, it kind, of, it kind of which is really strange because yeah, he he's the one who who wanted this team to be set up.
0: Yeah, but we need to put Red Robin somewhere, and we don't trust him enough to have a solo series. I I would because you have no Batman and Robin. I would have Red Robin and Spoiler, and that would be the thing.
1: Yeah, they, again, the Titans set up a team there. They they've gone off to go somewhere. They they could be solving mysteries over at Ivy College yeah. or something. Or, yeah make
0: it, make it a duo book make it a romance book but you don't have a book held down by like a couple that would be fun
1: yeah exactly but uh, he's got to come and lead this team or apparently because
0: because yeah. young justice synergy and also also apparently they they hate couples
1: now for some reason yeah it, it yeah they can't can't have batman get married they hate bat family couples <laughs> yeah
0: which is weird after like so long of giving superman shit about it all right but yeah that was that was tight that sounds interesting
1: yeah it's pretty cool there's no word on like because apparently brother blood's going to be like the first villain Uh, or something
0: oh that's right Uh, because that was the backup
1: yeah so like i he hasn't been he hasn't appeared yet so yeah
0: i always like brother blood as a concept
1: yeah he's, he's and he had a cool design in that uh in that special as well he sure
0: did uh i had the punisher this week yeah This is the continuation of Frank Castle, Black Widow, and Bucky try and kill evil Steve Rogers and end the secret (laughs) empire.
1: I'm guessing that doesn't go as planned. No, no, they get
0: so close. There's an amazing bit where like uh, Punisher and his team are like, okay, we're going to raid the prison. Ah, crap, Hydra beat us to it. They're going to try and break him out. And like Punisher is walking through the prison in his suit, and everyone's like making fun of him because all the inmates are out. And like, ah, it's War Machine. War Machine doesn't kill. To which he's like, not War Machine. Then flamethrowers a whole <laughs> bunch of people to death.
1: Ah, that's awesome.
0: Not War Machine, and Bucky doesn't like him. It's like, hey, man, you know, we might respect each other, but I don't like your tactics, and I don't like this and that about you. And Frank says probably the funniest thing I've ever heard in a long time. He's like, hey, my armor's not working right. You can fix it with your techno-organic arm, right? And he's like, motherfucker, do you think I'm cable?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you mean you're not? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you, you're that useless. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then he's like, "Hey, look, man. You know, I know we
0: both have histories of fighting on the wrong side for the you know people we didn't want to be." And he's like, "Oh, so you do know who I am?" <laughs> <laughs> it's just so great to see them hate each other so much. And Evil Steve is here in the comics, but to get to him, uh, uh, Frank Castle is going to have to go through Iron Man
1: oh okay (laughs) which okay
0: it's an armor versus armor fight and this also seeks to imply that this story has caught up with the canon of the iron man book which means if tony is back roadie is back too
1: yeah so roadie will be wanting his suit back i imagine
0: and i hope that becomes a thing i hope roadie's like hey soldier to soldier can i have my armor back because if he doesn't give it back (laughs) frank's kind of a dick (laughs) no i like it now take it from me
1: (laughs) well that that, that's kind of like how it was at the beginning of this like after he he, he'd finished that stuff over in uh that country he's like i kind of want to keep this armor now yeah i kind of
0: like it it makes killing dudes way easier
1: (laughs) also apparently the new solo
0: punisher series where he doesn't have the armor and he's going back to basics apparently that got pushed back for some reason
1: I, I was wondering that, because I remember hearing, like, ages ago about that, and I thought, like, it had had already begun that, and we were kind of finishing mm-hmm. up this, this this Iron Iron Punisher arc, and, yeah, I'm still surprised that that's still going.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we are finishing this up. It's clearly reaching its natural conclusion, but, yeah, we're going to have to wait a bit for a pun- new Punisher number one.
1: Oh, that sucks.
0: I think it might be an art thing. I think it's the art guy who's holding it up, but I don't oh, okay. know why. Okay. But yeah, good, good on Matthew Rosenberg. He's becoming one of my favorite Marvel writers right now.
1: Yeah, he's a really cool writer. He is. Everything
0: he does is fun. And if you read every story he writes... He has this interesting through line that goes through yeah, it's everything. it's like
1: connected. It, it's kind of all connected. It's like its own little universe. Yeah, it's
0: the Rosenberg universe. Like what he did in Tales of Suspense is paying off here in Punisher, which he uses the same country that he had from his Inhumans team book, which drops reference to his Kingpin and his uh, Rocket Raccoon book. Yeah, yeah. they're all connected. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I have one more after this.
1: All right, uh, just uh, go. I'm, I'm pretty much finished.
0: Okay. Uh, oh, I read Deathstroke 33.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm I like half half read that book so far.
0: It's a little nuts, isn't it? Like Christopher yeah. Priest is a big fan of not telling stories in order, but man, does he go nuts on this one. He
1: he really does.
0: I, I think he's like, I enjoyed this issue, but I enjoyed it for the madness factor. I truly think he's lost the through line of what this story was supposed to be
1: yeah this issue uh like last issue was kind of easy to read and everything but this issue is like yeah what the fuck is going on like damien's already
0: hanging out with deathstroke who he's allowing to tag along with him because he likes the idea of having a hostage so batman won't screw with him while he tries to assassinate someone and damien agrees to help but he doesn't get to kill anyone because he doesn't have a bullet in his gun but maybe he would have done it but maybe he did but wouldn't and it's it's really nuts
1: It is, and it, it, it's especially nuts after, like, will this inform somehow, like, him being part of Deathstroke's little little uh, side mission and everything, inform how he is in the Teen Titans book, like, why he kills it's, and it's, everything? It's funny, if they had literally
0: ended this series with being like, yes, yes, Damien is actually Deathstroke's son, and by hanging out with him, he's like, oh, this is what I could become one day, I would actually have accepted murderous Damien more if that was just the fucked up direction yeah. they wanted to go
1: yeah yeah it's not though but like
0: again i feel like maybe at some point they told priest yes this is what we're going to do actually no people are really mad about it let's not do it
1: yeah it kind of feels like that
0: this story is also still not done there's still two more issues to finish this off and we still have no idea who fabricated these results
1: yeah it, it's kind of strange it was like was it talia was it alfred and wintergreen i think was it like... has
0: to be because why do they keep bringing those two back
1: Exactly, they come, and the way they're bringing them up, they're like, oh, these two are fighting again, oh, best get the, the, the Damien father, who is he, folder out and throw it at mm. Batman. And To, to which case, I'm like, you better have a goddamn
0: good reason as to why it's Wintergreen and Alfred if it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because this seems like you're massively
0: inconveniencing everyone involved if it's not. <laughs>
1: yeah, and letting people die as well. Yeah, there better be an
0: excellent reason as to why you guys let this happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that one was a little all over the place, but I still I still enjoy it for how fucked up it was. I, I also think there's a moment here where Deathstroke. It's like, okay, are you officially too powerful now? Because he fights Nightshade and he absorbs her magic with his sword, and then he goes to like the Nightshade dimension, and his Icon armor protects him. And I'm like, are you are you too powerful now? Are you too OP? The,
1: that's the problem. The Icon armor has become kind of like a like anything it can stop anything it can you know he fought superman to a standstill in it he mm-hmm. it can do all this stuff and everything and it's kind of getting a bit ridiculous
0: and none of this answers the super important question that is we know the voice he was hearing like the ai voice wasn't actually an ai voice he was just crazy and he ended up in arkham but then we go from him in arkham to this story with no connection as to what that yeah. was
1: that, that's. I remember someone telling me that, and then, like, I read this story, and then I'm like, but, okay, so is he still crazy? Is that, like, is that the suit talking to him? Or is it just, like, him talking to himself in his head? Uh, yeah, it's so strange.
0: The placement of this Batman versus Deathstroke story is so weird.
1: It, it m- makes me think maybe this was meant to come, like, earlier.
0: I think so. This This feels like a story he had in the bank, and they're like, okay, tell it now.
1: Yeah, especially since, like, because at the just before he started writing this, he did the the Justice League thing, and that included Deathstroke.
0: Yes, yes, and
1: it, it kind of seems like they all meant to sort of somehow connect up a little bit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: But it did not. Na- nah. Yeah. No. So yeah, that's basically everything I read this week. Cool. All right. Is that is that it for us then? Have we talked enough?
1: i think so yeah
0: well alrighty then everyone i want to thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed this one we hope more people listened to this one this week than they did the ant-man one (laughs) that one shockingly underperformed i was surprised i'm like really does no one give a shit about ant-man that much
1: apparently not
0: apparently not everyone we promise we will make you suffer through no more ant-man related content moving forward (laughs) we'll just put it we'll just put it away we'll put that ant-man away it'll